0: to how are ye? Welcome to the Candlelit Tales podcast, where we tell stories from Irish mythology and folklore and chat about them afterwards. We are coming close to the end now of our series, The Tawn Mosaic, where we take the story of the tawn from different perspectives and retell it in a way that we haven't done before. We are joining this story as the warriors of Ulster begin to awaken from their curse. And if that is confusing to you, I'd suggest you go back and pick this series up at the beginning at episode 230. This podcast was brought to you by our supporters at Patreon. You can join them over at patreon.com forward slash Tales, or you can make a one-time donation using the PayPal button on our website. Like, share, comment, and above all, enjoy. And for now, sit back and we're going to tell you a story.
1: been staying behind him now watching him go. The brute just tears through the hills. Fascinating creature but any time he turns around we make the sound, throw the stone, try and get him going the way we want him to go. Driving cattle, all sorts of cattle from all around the hills in behind him. Some host. Seems to be happier in the middle of them. Though he's still seeming to steer them no matter what way he turns the head the rest go the brute then hang on up ahead, warriors chariots we hide back, sink low leave the cattle in the field below and just hide behind the ditch here sure enough chariots driving past they've woken up the crave roa
0: Who's churning the frozen earth? A white horse on a white landscape. The grey of Maka races across Ulster and on its back a rider tangled in reins and slumped. And dragging behind a shield, sharp edged and blood stained. The shield of Cucullin, skidding and scraping across the frozen ground. And copped in the shield, the rider's head. Mouth open, eyes open and the last words of Sulatim macroy still ringing out from that severed head driven by his spirit from the other world to every corner of ulster an unearthly scream to awake
1: Muskel fair elu Muskel fair elu Muskel fair elu August eerie amak mark. freakish noise rings in my head waking me up arise arise I arrive with my eyes blinking open trembling and weak after that. Disorientated Look outside Ay a memory now flooding back It is time to take up arms Whatever shout from across the vale has woke me it's risen me now and I'm, I'm I'm closer to the border than going all the way back down Maka with the rest of the Crave Rue. My son's son Larry Buyuk can see him getting up, dressing his horses and Turn his face to go down and the army's closer than that I might be old I might be weak but I'll give them a fright in no time at all I'm up on my chariot the horses who's shattering against the ground bearing down on these men didn't have time nor want nor need for armour going in as the day I come into this world and I'm bearing down on them, hands holding the lightest weapon I could hold, a slingshot. I can see them jeer, I can see them point, I can see them not afraid. And yet when I loose my slingshot, the stones go and they don't miss their target. One, two, three, half a dozen, a dozen, knocked down dead. Never them seeing Iliac coming at them. They may have laughed at me, but I'll give them my death.
0: He could see them coming like a storm cloud. And he could hear the words of MacRoth. A little irritating in the present circumstance. Oh, that's not a cloud, the man was saying. What looks like snow is really the foam from the horse's mouths. What looks like clouds is really the dust from the chariot wheels. What looked like sparks are really the angry eyes of the men of Martevna. It was typical of the man to put poetry into a moment like this. When all Auliel could do was look about for his sons in their bright yellow silk shirts with their gleaming swords by their sides And fear in his heart for their safety. But then he looked at his wife. With her long pale face. With her spear shining in her hand. And her crimson cloak around her. And he saw mirrored back to him. A little tilt. A little raise of the eyebrow little challenge and are you going to hide behind me now Ollie? and he was not and fear was left behind with the rising of his blood into courage he could pick them out now coming towards them the grey cloak of Owen MacDirtock the crimson of Crohor MacNessa the striped colour and the calcar Colonel and in his brown with his forked beard but they could see a gap a space a thinning in the ranks of the Ulster men and the army of Ireland pushed for it and Oliel felt his heart leap in victory. Their numbers were still greater. Even after the harrowing of Kukulin. Even after that bad business with the boys. They still had the numbers and the numbers would tell. And side by side with his brilliant wife. He found himself barely able to look up. In the close fighting that he was engaged in. Warrior after warrior rearing up against him. His own dress and his own bearing marking him out as a target. He was as known to them as they were to him. And they came after him, those Ulster warriors, hoping to make a name by taking his head from his shoulders. And when he looked up, could see what had looked like a weak point had been a trap and now now his army was fighting on two sides as the warriors of ulster had surrounded them a pincer movement pressing them in now they were under pressure but they still had the numbers they still would tell and he could see fergus mcgroy striding forward bare sword in his hand all ill was man enough to give it back the night before and he grinned swift before his attention was drawn away again blocking a blow coming at his wife's side Fergus had been making for Crahor and once Crohor Magnesa fell well then they'd break and it would be a clean up job He didn't see what happened and he didn't see how it happened, but all of a sudden people were running past Auliel and when he looked, Fergus was running. Fergus was running away from the King of Ulster and Auliel had no choice but to turn lest he be swept up in a tide. He grabbed Maeve's arm and the two of them together ran and in between gasping breaths he said, we have to stop Orderly retreat. We'll be slaughtered. And she said, yes, but not here. And she said, on. There's a ford. And they ran. Side by side. A disaster. The army running couldn't fight. The Ulster men behind them didn't have to defend themselves now. All they had to do was shoot. Throw spears. Catch up in chariots if they were quick enough. But they came to the fort. And he whirled in the water. Not even needing to look at Mave as she whirled beside him and the two of them side by side. Sword to sword and shield to shield they stood. Shoulder to Shoulder. And as every one of their army streamed past, he or Maeve called out to them, if you can fight, fight here, if you can't fight, limp on. And gradually their ranks filled out, till there were enough of them to hold back the horde of the Ulster men, to stop the rout that had been about to unfold, to block them. And blows for Maeve, Oliel caught. Blows for Oliel, Maeve blocked. And side by side they fought again as they had fought so many years, so long ago, before there came any division between them, or any man named Fergus, or any bull, brown or white horned. But Oliel knew his wife, and they were holding their spot for the warriors, yes. They were holding this spot for the followers, yes. They were holding this spot for their servants, yes. But they were mostly holding this spot to wait for the bull and wait for the man that Maeve had sent to fetch the brown bull from Cooley.
1: lumbering brute, was Mothra and now, it was moving, and it was hurling itself, the noise of the battle, well it was thunder on the horizon and felt like thunder with the clapping of hooves and fighting and shouting steel, the death groans from an army of how many, losing their lives, fallen like stones thrown through the air, and now... They're all running out ahead of us and we drive and the brown bull have been driving them for days on end. One goal in sight now. We can see it. They're forming above her with the red hair and the long face in there. God, I could kiss her if I could have ever kissed her before. (laughs) She was holding the gateway now at a tie, driving all the men through it. Limping through covered in red every single one of them. How few there are. Bodies strewn across the fields. And Nalstrom and Silberin down in them. But we're going, we're mortaring it. D- Something cold. Pain. I slow, stop, look, see, blood. Huh. A lot of blood. Fast feet running, flickering around me. Him with coloured hair and. Oh, uh, yeah coo Typical Still knocking men down I fall to my knees And I see him Still plucking men Knocking them Then he slow Stop The brown bull I see him Just getting through Queen May Turning her chariot And drive Blinking Darkness coming sound of death. Sky, dark. Wings flapping overhead. The crows, they're coming for me. Well, I still got the brown bull.